Blog Talk Radio. We live! We're live! Live from Chicago and Las Vegas. You're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending. It's page one. It's page one. With LaVar and Mary. With LaVar and Mary. What's going on, Blog Talk Radio Nation? You are tuned in to page one, not with Ryan Seacrest, with Lauren Mary for this Friday <laughs> night, June 30th, 2023. This is the only gig that he will not take over. I can promise you that. I don't know. He might. Good Lord, man. Did he? Like, he you know, he got, like he really needed the Wheel of Fortune job. He, he didn't need it. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you know, as soon as I heard that this week, it, it was. I mean, I'm not a hater. I knew you were upset about it. <laughs> I'm not a hater, but it's kind of like I swear, if I see another job filled with Ryan Seacrest or Steve Harvey, there are more <laughs> talented people who can also do things. I don't need to see the same two people for everything probably the outcry of why a lot of people didn't want to always see Joe Buck doing World Series and a Super Bowl. Because every year it's kind of like, hey, after a while, give somebody else a chance. And... Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, yeah Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> and I knew it was him when... Because remember on this show, I said, why not Tom Bergeron? And they actually did go to Tom Bergeron. This was a couple of days before they announced Seacrest. And he said that, one, he was too old to do it. And two, he said that he had already heard that Ryan Seacrest was the one that they were going to choose. And so I knew at that point when he said that, that he probably had a small little opening of the door and thought about it. But probably inside was like, nope, we already got our guy. Like, like they didn't even wait. Like, normally, you would think they probably would have waited till probably, like, end of the year. You know, probably, like, somewhere around early part of next year. Nope. Ryan Seacrest. So now you got to see him every night on your screen. You got to see him on New Year's Eve. You got to hear him on the radio. <laughs> you got to see him on Idol. It's like... <laughs> Are we going to do, like, the nightly news? With Ryan He's the Samuel L. Jackson of TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's letters on this MF and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Like I said, I'm not hating congrats. I mean, but there's more people that probably you could consider. Um, but at least test out. Right. And like if it's just fine, go with Ryan. Which makes me think that something stinks here because they probably went to Pat Sajak and was like, hey, man, uh, your contract's coming up. You want to continue this on? He, you know, like, hey, we got probably an idea in the wings. We don't want to make this, like, 
as bad as what happened when Alex Trebek was leaving, and we kind of want to get somebody right now, right away, that's at least going to pretty much we'll give them time to get used to the person. And I knew and I had a feeling that when he left live with uh, Kelly, um, that he was going to wind up on something else. What it was, I didn't know. Because he just wasn't going to sit around and just do Idol and his radio show and New Year's Rocket Eve. And when I heard that, it wasn't surprising. Um, I think a lot of older people probably aren't going to like it. <laughs> That's their core audience. <laughs> right. Younger people and people who are Generation Xers probably don't watch Will of Fortune much. It's older people. <laughs> um, probably not going to stick around long. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. I don't know. But, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> to at least listen to my, like, resume file, something. Right. I won't. I won't make this evening about hating. I'm not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Fourth of July weekend here in America in the states. But here's the weird thing. Um, it is, but it isn't. <laughs> Unless you are off uh, tomorrow, Sunday. Monday, Tuesday. Fourth of July falls on Tuesday. So for a lot of you, you will be working on Monday. Off on Tuesday for the fourth, which is generally known as a day of relaxing and fireworks and drinking and barbecuing. And then you're asked to come back on the on the fifth the next day. <laughs> Let's see how many people call off on Wednesday. They've got you would think if the fourth falls on a weekday, either the day afterward should be recognized pretty much as the like the day off, right? Nothing's gonna get done on Wednesday. (laughs) I'm actually looking forward to being in on Wednesday because most people are going to take that day off. They're taking the whole week off. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm not going to lie. Hmm. Yeah, I <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I just think that um, they should probably um, – I think they should do the fifth. I, I, I would not feel like doing anything on the on the on the fifth after the fourth. I'm not a big drinker. I'm not gonna. Um, yeah, I I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, um, tonight on our retro mode of the week. Why do I lose my voice at this point every Friday? Uh, retro mode of the week tonight. We'll actually have something in regards to fireworks, but. Not from here. <laughs> that is the clue that I will give you. It was such a weird PSA. Um, and I am hoping that my friends in the UK can explain a few things for me. Uh, 
once it is played later tonight. We'll also have a live look at what's trending on Twitter. Um, coming up momentarily, we will have the Almanac. I have an L file, but I don't know how interested it is. I held off from it last week. I have it in my back pocket if we are running out of time. It's Pope night tonight as well. Uh, and also, it seems lately we have a lot of stuff to fill the smoking gun files. I actually do have a couple of new stories tonight. <laughs> so at least we've got that going for us on this holiday weekend. So I'm so glad that you all are with us. Um, I didn't get spammed out by Elon Musk. Um, I don't know what that was about <laughs> on Monday. <laughs> I will tell you this. Public enemy number one. I'm going to share this with you. Now, here's the thing. Twitter, I, I love Twitter for what it is, but on Monday, and I know that you're not as active on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So what happened, spam was trending. But as soon as I went into my Twitter on Monday, and I'm sure this has happened to a few of you, on Monday you got a warning that stated that your account was attributed to spam, that you could not like, follow, and or um, retweet other people's stuff for three days. And lately, Twitter... I'm trying to be... I can't be nice about this. Lately, Twitter, it's become (laughs) weird. Um, You get a lot of news stories that you know you normally wouldn't follow, and it says, you know, uh, this is suggested for you. And so I, along with a lot of other people, uh, who had probably put that we didn't want to follow said story, all of a sudden found ourselves on the risk. Now, I don't want to be the first person that starts something, (laughs) But if more than 10,000 people tweet and think the same thing, more than likely it possibly could have happened. <laughs> that we all didn't like this particular story that was on Twitter and that the forces that own Twitter in retaliation tried something and when they were found out, which I don't know how you would not think that you would get found out when everybody would tweet the same thing, how quickly I'm over here nodding that I'm over here nodding along with right so it's kind of like if you got a room full of 30 people and they're not separated they're all saying the same thing and all of a sudden you're like oh crap Um, yeah we didn't think they were going to talk about that and then all of a sudden we did and all of a sudden how quickly they turned around and said that it was uh, you know some type of um, error and it shouldn't have happened and we'll fix it. Elon is not a dummy. I, I know he's not. And ever since he's been in charge of Twitter, it's been said that he's been sleeping right there at Twitter headquarters. I know for a fact he had to know. You don't tell me that something like that automatically happens. I've been on Twitter now, God, for what? Um, January 2011. I know for a fact but stuff like that doesn't just happen <laughs> on its own. 
stop. I, I don't, you know, I know a lot of people will be like, well, if you don't like it, why don't you get off of it? You know, we have a lot of our followers there. And with anything, it's always hard to get to somewhere else new. So for now, we're trying to weather the storm. I am hoping that this gets better. But if someone doesn't like a particular news story, it is just as worse to do something to an account and then be like, oops, (laughs) especially when it happens more than 10,000 times. (laughs) I'm kind of keeping an eye open on this. I'm hoping that was an oops, but we shall see. I'm going to take their word at it. But trust me, if I don't want to follow your story and I don't care about what you have to say, it's almost as bad as when we all had MySpace and the guy from MySpace made you be his friend. Is it your friend request? <laughs> I don't want to be your friend. No. Tom. I know. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Tom. Has anybody ever heard from Tom lately? I haven't heard from Tom lately. But, you know, hey, that happens sometimes. You lose track of some of your friends <laughs> as you get older. <laughs> Tom, Tom, poor Tom. Tom over there at that one point was the most popular guy. And then along came Facebook. And then along came Instagram. Log Cave, Snapchat, Twitter, and poor Tom got left with us. <laughs> poor Tom. Poor poor Tom. R.I.P. Red. Yeah. <laughs> 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 if you don't know what that means, uh, funniest thing bit from the score, uh, 670 here in Chicago, but yeah, you'll have to hear it. Uh, just type in R.I.P. Louis Edison, you'll probably hear it. Uh, <laughs> but all of that tells us that today is Friday, June 30th. It's the last day of June. Can you believe that? We are now at the end of the first half of the year. Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not ready for that. I'm so not ready for this right now. Uh, a lot of people would say with July, uh Christmas in July. Maybe we should do a Christmas in July theme show. Uh-oh, the wheels are turning. Yeah. Nothing but holiday stuff. <laughs> Maybe that might happen. I don't know. July, I, I would actually have to tell you, uh, parts of July, we will probably be a little bit on hiatus here toward the end of July. Um, mm-hmm. I will be out on the road. Um, <laughs> and I know at least a couple of Fridays, we will not probably be on the air. Um, we'll discuss that more as the time comes to it. So, uh, But today is International Day of Parliamentarism. It is International Asteroid Day. It's International Cream Tea Day. I think I talked about that last week. International mm-hmm. OOTD Day, the outfit of the day. Uh, Social Media Day. National Meteor Watch Day. And then tomorrow is July 1st. And that brings us National of course, play outside day because it's the first Saturday of the month. International Day of Cooperatives. Uh, International Reggae Day, Mon, on that day. 
Um, it is also Canada Day. It's National Hop a Park Day, National Ginger Snap Day, National Creative Ice Cream Flavors Day. So what that means is that for all of those, like, strange flavors, um, like a salted butter sweet corn or a jalapeno strawberry, uh, it's a <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, they've also have had such things as mashed potato ice cream, beer ice cream, olive oil ice cream, buffalo wing ice cream, goat cheese ice cream, candied bacon ice cream. Uh, so it's a day to go out and try those type of treats. None of those sound good to me at all. <laughs> um, it's National U.S. Postage Stamp Day, and it's also National Postal Worker Day. <laughs> Sunday brings us National Wildland Firefighter Day. National, and uh, every year I get this word wrong. National On a Set Day is what I want to say is mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have it right. It, it is also World UFO Day. We we just talked about this <laughs> a couple of weeks ago because you said that you believe in forms of UFOs, correct? Yes, yes. Unidentified flying objects, absolutely. Little green men, maybe not so much. <laughs> July 3rd is International Plastic Bag Free Day. Um, it is, of course, the encouragement to uh, use less plastic um, and to help save the environment. There was an interesting... Uh, thing that I saw <laughs> it was a meme and it kind of was true Not don't <laughs> at me saying that you are against in, you know the environment but it was true somebody said so let me get this straight I go to the grocery store and buy a pound of sliced ham in a plastic bag a loaf of bread in a plastic bag a gallon of milk in a plastic jug a pack of napkins in plastic wrap a store-made potato, store-made salad in a plastic tub, a plastic bottle of mustard, and a plastic bottle of ketchup, but they won't give me a plastic bag to carry it home because the plastic bag is bad for the environment. Which <laughs> <laughs> is true. It is true. Um, I think I know the answers to why that happens. Are we wrong? Oh, goodness. You really, you have an answer for why the shopping bag is worse than the plastic on all of the other things you just named. I think that it has to do possibly with taste, because if it was put into something else, like a recyclable type thing, I don't think it would taste as right. It's kind of almost like, if you've noticed, some things, when it moves to different containers, does it taste quite right. I'm looking at you, Snapple. (laughs) When they moved the Snapple from glass to plastic, didn't taste right at all. (laughs) I'm just saying, could you imagine though? I mean, think about it. If we moved bottled water to um, some type of cardboard, would it taste right? Gotcha. I see where you're, I, I see what you're putting down. 
So I have a feeling that until they could think of some way to come close to a recyclable material that's kind of close like plastic in a way, that they're probably not going to change in regards to what they put things in. Now, the salads and the other stuff and, like, the meat, yeah, that could kind of change. I don't think it's really going to hurt it, but there should be some type of recyclable bag material that can zip and that you could probably recycle. It should be. But, like, things in those plastic containers, I don't know if they're going to – I mean, heck, doesn't Heinz still put, like, ketchup in glass uh, bottles? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's why I was interested to see what you were going to say. The reason yeah. – I think – and this is my opinion. I would not call this fact, but I think the reason that people are more likely to – and by people, I mean like the the bigger wigs that are more likely to say, okay, plastic bags, to do away with plastic bags, but all these other things that are in plastic containers, but you're not going to give me a grocery bag, is because grocery bags cannot be recycled. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to actually collect them in a certain way, <clears throat> and they have to go through a different type of recycling. They can't just get thrown into your recycle bin. Whereas, if you rinse out the mustard bottle, if you rinse out the little tub that your lunch meat comes in, those can be recycled in your recycling bin that you just chuck in your in your garage. So I think that that's the reason why. But, again, that's my opinion. So give a hoot. Don't pollute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss Keep those. America looking good. Hoot, hoot. Also on July 3rd, it is International Drop a Rock Day. Not in your bathroom. But um, the artistic day encourages creative inspiration by painting designs on small rocks, then hiding them for others to find. So, yeah, International Drop a Rock Day. Uh, it's also National Fried Clam Day, National Chocolate Wafer Day, National Eat Your Beans Day. Uh, it is also National Compliment Your Mirror Day on July 3rd. Uh, July okay. 4th is, of course, Independence Day here in the United States. It's Alice in Wonderland Day, National Caesar Salad Day, and National Barbecued Spare Ribs Day. July 5th brings us National Hawaii Day, uh, National Graham Cracker Day. National Apple Turnover Day, National Workaholics Day, and National Bikini Day. Don't even look at me like that. I gave up bikinis many, many moons ago. (laughs) I didn't say anything. Yeah, no, I can see, I can feel the look. This is how bad it is. I can feel the look (laughs) through the You can feel the way that my face makes, too. We've known each other way too long. <laughs> um, well. I know nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it, anything. Uh, July 6th, it is National Fried Chicken Day. 
Uh, it is also <laughs> it's National Hand Roll Day on the sixth. Um, I see that look. It is actually um, it ushers in. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, I know what a hand roll is. I love them. Are you kidding? <laughs> see. Uh, yeah, the irony of that all. She liked the sushi one. I like the fried chicken one. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is also, it's also International Kissing Day on July 6th. And then July 7th. No onions, please. Well, some people may like that. <laughs> um, I'm going to give you a heads up for it next week on next Friday. It's National Father-Daughter Take-A-Walk Day. It's also National Strawberry Sunday Day. National Macaroni Day, World Chocolate Day, Global Forgiveness Day. I think we talked about that last year, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. Man, how fast a year flies. I remember talking about I that. I know. <laughs> National <kidding>. Day. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> it's also National Day of Rock and Roll and Next Friday, July 7th, mark it on your calendar. It is National Dive Bar Day. Oh, I love dive bars. <clears throat> dive bars to me serve the best pizza. Uh-huh. I don't know why. I don't so. care why. <laughs> Part like, of me doesn't you know, want to know why because then you the, don't you don't want to know about the man behind the curtain. You just you do you it is and that's it. <laughs> and I swear it's probably like some pizza that they bought from the store and just popped in the toaster oven, but it came out so good. Yeah. <laughs> that you are correct, sir. That is exactly what it is. You can only make one pizza every twenty minutes. <laughs> Hi, Bars. Tell us which ones are your favorite, folks. <laughs> maybe we'll maybe we'll visit them. Are there good dive bars in the UK? Uh, are, are, I think they're all dive bars in the UK. I mean, uh, if you think about it, they're all bars. Everything's a pub. I'm sorry. Yes, everything's pub. a pub. And it's probably been there so since the, like before. <laughs> yeah, Shakespeare sat in the corner, writing his yeah. sonnets and his comedy. More ale, please. <laughs> My God. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be in so much trouble. Um, yeah. So, yes. But that is that. That is the almanac uh, oh, for the see, next week. The, one of the old, I went to the oldest pub in London and I got their sloppy joe, which was not a sloppy joe. Apparently, no sloppy joe and is no joe. Your, Yes, Joe is a different kind of sloppy in the UK. It's Joseph. <laughs> Duke of Wellington. <laughs> uh, isn't that a... Uh, uh, never mind. I'm that might actually start, be so. a real thing. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, it probably is. It probably is. Uh, <laughs> I would not put anything past anything anymore. That it probably is. we sit here, we talk about it. It's either a going to happen soon, or b it already has occurred. 
or C, it currently is happening and it is a thing, but we just haven't seen it. <laughs> You're right. The show is known for doing that. So, um, but I don't know if I want to get to the first topic or not. You know what? We're at the halfway mark of the show. I think we better because what I'm going to do is I'm going to get, I want to get into the first thing tonight, which is actually a more serious story and something that has been talked about here. Uh, it is based around kind of nationally in a way, as well as uh, here in Chicago. And yes, we do kind of bring stories from where we both live every once in a while. Um, I, the story itself is there's a lot of different sides, but there were a lot of people who kind of agreed. And to go back into the story, uh, a woman, uh, I'll kind of bring you up to current day. She has filed a lawsuit against charges against her and her son. Uh, well, she's filed a lawsuit that the charges against her and her son were dropped in a deadly shooting at a restaurant here uh, in the Chicagoland area. Uh, I won't go through names because I know right now there's lawsuits, and even though her name is in the paper, uh, but I will tell you that uh, she filed a complaint against the city of Chicago and the five police officers that arrested her. Uh, They are claiming that she was falsely arrested and uh, maliciously prosecuted and that she also suffered emotional distress. Uh, She said that on June 18th, which is when the incident happened, that her life changed and her son's life changed, and never in a million years would she have imagined being brutally attacked, beaten, and then arrested. This comes after the Cook County State's Attorney's Office dropped all criminal charges against her and her 14-year-old son. The charges stem from an incident uh, in which uh, police said that she was arguing with a man in line. That is what police said that her 14-year-old son came in, and as he's watching from the doorway, Police and witnesses said that the man arguing with his mother, who had been identified, uh, repeatedly punched her in the head. The attack was captured on cell phone video, which went viral after it was shared by a local activist. Uh, police said that as his mother was being hit, teen fired his gun repeatedly. Well, it wasn't his. And this is where the article is wrong. It was the mother's gun, and she was a licensed carrier. Uh, but he fired the gun repeatedly at the attacker, shooting him in the back. Police said that he then ran out, and the mother and son did too, with the, st- with the son still shooting. The attacker was pronounced dead at the scene for multiple gunshot wounds, and uh, the lady and her son were later charged with first-degree murder. Uh, no one else in the establishment did anything, and so once he saw his mother get severely hit, he took action, according to a community activist. Uh, The attorney said prosecutors did the right thing and that she was the victim in this case. And he says that when a woman is violently attacked by a man, an unarmed woman, then she shouldn't be arrested. If your mother or sister or daughter were attacked at a restaurant when she is trying to order a cheeseburger, would you expect that she would be arrested? Now, the victim and her attorneys did not answer direct questions about the incident. They would only say that she and her son need time to heal, and at some point she will present herself again and speak more in depth about what happened. Her attorney said wrongful charges have caused great harm to her and her family's reputation. At one point, she said during a news conference that, quote, everything I've worked for has been tarnished. Uh, her attorney said they plan to file additional lawsuits. In addition to the murder charge, the woman had faced a felony count of contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Uh, but on Monday, the Cook County State's Attorney's Office dropped all charges, saying in a statement that based upon the facts, 
evidence in the law, we were unable to meet our burden. Uh, what the leaked video, according to one legal analyst, said, what it did was that it really flipped the prosecutor's view of the case. Before seeing it, they clearly uh, were of the view that the defendant was the aggressor. Now they were the view that the person that they had formerly seen as the victim as the aggressor. Uh, anti-violence groups said that they've been responding to a recent uptick in shootings in that neighborhood uh, in which there have been eight shootings and five homicides in the area. <sighs> there are a lot of people who are saying that justice was served. Um, while that's the case, it just seems really, really, really unfortunate that it had to get to that point. Um, I don't know. When situations like this occur, it is hard to fathom if I had a loved one in that situation that that was happening to, and if I had access to a gun. Uh, uh, But this was a little different because this is a 14-year-old. Now, allegedly, and I don't know the story in that uh, beginning, allegedly she had told her son to bring the gun in and then had allegedly uh, told him to shoot the man. I don't know if I would have... And like I said, a lot of that is allegedly because we don't know what happened that night besides the people who were there. Um, there's video, but it picks up at the point of contention. But we, what we do know is that she was attacked by the aggressor. What we do know is that the 14-year-old who was in the doorway shot the perpetrator. What we do know is that he went out of the restaurant and they followed him. And shot him more. Where I'm concerned about that is one that a 14 year old was put to that predicament. Um, and from what I heard, he is a great young man uh, and a really good honor student. And at the other point, I'm standing there. If I was 14 years old and that was happening to my mom, what would I do? Would I try to, like, physically stop him or use the weapon that I have? And I don't even know it for once in all the times that we have these conversations. I don't even have the right answer. I don't even really know what the answer would be. But I think you've read this story. What's your thoughts? Um, <clears throat> well, Okay. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't in this case. Um, And I get why the arrests were made so quickly um, because that was, that's something that a lot of people cry out for when it comes to law enforcement, especially when there is a shooting that somebody gets arrested right now. Um, Mm -hmm. So I understand where that came in with, charges being brought and then the prosecution having to drop them because they couldn't meet their burden. They shouldn't have been brought in the first place. There should have been much more investigation before charges were made. Um, But that also goes back to they've already arrested somebody, so they have to either bring charges or drop it. And it's very hard to re-bring charges on somebody you've arrested and then let go. It's very hard to do that. 
Um, so again, I understand that law side of it. Um, as a woman, bravo to her teaching and I don't know if it was her or someone in her family or you know whatever teaching her child to be able to understand and use the gun unfortunately in that teaching the adrenaline with them chasing after the guy right. um, I was going to say that's my problem you, you, you shot him once he left the restaurant and then you chased him. Isn't that now kind of going over a legal line here? Yeah, and that I don't know if that goes over a legal line or not, and I'm not a lawyer, so I can't answer to that. But no. I understand the human part of it, and that's yeah. part of the when you're taught about gun ownership and use, and especially with use of deadly force, because when you have a gun, this is one of the things that I was taught that I was taught. And I'm glad that I was. If you're going to use a gun, if you're going to have a gun and you're going to use it, you better be ready to kill somebody. Because if you're not going to kill somebody, then don't use a gun. Guns kill people. Like bullets rip through flesh and not not a lot of people survive gunshot wounds. Not a lot. So if you're going to do that, be ready for that. And you better have a good head on your shoulders about whether or not that's something you want to do right now. Because when you aim a gun at a person, they are most likely not going to survive. So you have to be able to live with that. With living with that, your emotional state gets involved and you stop thinking. You get that tunnel vision and you become very focused on something very narrow. So as a 14-year-old, I can understand, understand, not necessarily say that it's right, but understand how they chased after him because the adrenaline was going. It was, I have to get this guy because this guy did something bad. That's not what should have happened. And in the heat of the moment, again, I understand it. I don't think it's right. There's a lot of things going on. There's, but it's just, understand it, how it even started because uh, again, the video starts in the in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Why would you? Why would you go somewhere? What did that person do to you to have you start beating up on them? Right. What did that person do to you to have you look at someone and say, "I want to punch your face in," and then actually follow through with it? Right. Like, she she is a much smaller person than he was. So it's not like she's, so, like, a huge threat. There's a size difference. There's a strength difference. There should have been a tolerance difference. But I just, and I'm not going to blame now you've been shot, you're running away, and here's people chasing after you. I just, there, nobody did right, like, in my brain. There was no right and there was no wrong on mm-hmm. both parties. Does that make sense? Like they did wrong. No, it makes sense. It makes sense. That, that, that's but kind of where I'm also did right. And so I'm I, also, it's, it's awful. I'm also conflicted about the people that were around. Uh, for the people that were around, no one could really kind of like help defuse the situation. 
I know. Oh my God. Turned into what happens nowadays. It's like, I'll video you shooting somebody, but don't, don't act, don't expect me to come over there and help, you know, protect that innocent person. And sadly in a way too, I kind of understand it because this is why I was like, times have changed. There would be a time where someone would help to defuse that situation. But as someone kind of said recently, when a situation occurred, the reason why that they don't help to defuse situations is because they want to make it home too. You don't know what that aggressor has in their pocket. And if you're seen as quote, the hero trying to defuse the situation, you either are going to have to do it very quickly to where it doesn't get to a point of where they totally lose it and harm you too. Or you kind of have to step back and hope that help comes right away. And it's kind of sad that we've now gotten to that point of where we feel that, and I don't know what led to this breakdown of those two uh, in that restaurant. He was wrong for even putting his hands on a woman. Um, I worry more about uh, society more or less being uh, kind of like a uh, kind of like a viewing audience to things and not being able to diffuse it because you feel helpless in that situation. And I don't want to blame them either because, I mean, if I'm down there, I'm probably like, well, well they yell at each other. I'm just going to leave because I don't know what this is going to lead to, you know? Mm-hmm. And I worry more about her son at 14 years old to know that you did that. On one hand, did you help save your mom from something? Yes. But at the same time, you have literally shot and now have killed a person. That would affect, I would think, anyone's mindset, especially someone's mindset that they did not want to do that to begin with. I worry more about him. And I I hope that, you know, with these lawsuits – and things of that nature, because I know, you know, when people have things happen, they immediately want to sue. Um, police have to do what they have to do. Unfortunately, you know, in this situation, what it looked like originally was what it was, was that perpetrator comes, perpetrator does something, perp- uh, victim's son comes from out of the car, shoots the perp, he tries to run away, you follow him. And you kill him. What more could cops do in that situation? I don't know. We'll find exactly. out probably in court. But I hope that if they get anything out of this, if they get anything out of it, I hope that something is set aside to help her son cope with the situation it is. Because in all of this, we don't want that to get lost. Because at 14 years old, to know that you've been through something like that, that affects your mind like even if you like if you hit someone or hit something or you know even if it's like whether it's an animal or a person or you did something to somebody that affects you in your thoughts and minds on things you know Mm -hmm. i hope that whatever they get it's set aside to help him cope because he may not have those issues or those things coming back to his brain now my fear is that somewhere down the line, 
when he's faced with another situation, he's going to have a PTSD from this one. Mm-hmm. And I just hope that everybody, oh, yeah. you know, I hope that everybody, it's just, it's a sad situation all around because there's things that shouldn't have happened, shouldn't have had to happen, that did happen, and now here we are. And the only thing that we can look at is from the standpoint of everything, what could have been done better by everybody in that situation. So, I don't know. Such is life. But uh, I'm glad we had a chance to talk about that before the show. We'll try not to uh, have any other serious conversations here throughout the rest of the evening. But uh, still got a little bit of show ahead. But first, Retro Bubbles of the Week. So glad that you're with us on page while Laura Mary here on this Friday night, June 30th, 2023. Um, retro moment. How can I explain this one tonight? I feel like I always have to explain this every week. Uh, first is a well-known actor uh, in a coffee spot. And then I was trying to explain to Mary with the 4th of July coming up, I was trying to find, you know, those good old PSAs about fireworks and fire safety. And there were some, but it wouldn't have took too much work because there's just like a bunch of them grouped together. I didn't feel like probably like editing all of those out. But I found an interesting one from the U.K., I'm hoping that my friends who are listening uh, across the pond can explain to me (laughs) exactly what it was. But I'm going to play that before we come back. But Retro of the Week is next. Thanks for being with us. (laughs) You're listening to Page One. Will LeVar Mary here on Blog Talk Radio. Alice, you missed with the toast. You missed with the eggs. It's bored, Herbie. Try the coffee. Coffee? Oh, your coffee's always a real treat. This time it's instant Maxwell House coffee, like your mother makes. Alice! Herbie, you can't miss with instant Maxwell House coffee. You're just gonna love it. That's great. I knew it. That's great taste in coffee, Alice. Then it's, it's all right about the toast? Uh-huh. And about the, the eggs? Uh-huh. Just pour me another cup of that crazy coffee. <laughs> you can't miss with instant Maxwell House coffee. Right. Over a thousand people a year still get injured by fireworks. More than two-thirds of them are children. Do you know where your child is in the weeks up to November the 5th? Out collecting? Getting fireworks from older children? Parents. Where's your child tonight? Where's that boy? To page one, page one, with Lavar and Mary, your source for all the current topics and news you need to know. Here's Lavar and Mary.
Got to watch for those heavy fireworks there in the UK. <laughs> I, you know what? Guy Fox Day. Remember, remember the 5th of November. <laughs> That's some crazy stuff over there. Although I think that our fireworks would blow, you know, light your hair on fire compared to theirs. But that's just me. I'm the boy. Raise that boy. Kaboom. Out getting fireworks from other teenagers. That's where he's at. Mind your own business, Pop. With those older kids. <laughs> right. Those hit them. There's no good, no goods. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, for the UK. Do they call them but... husbands in the UK? Huh? <laughs> Do they call them husbands in the UK, or are they just bastards? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think it should be husbands, and I would be okay with that. <laughs> I would be okay with that. Use husbands. Damn bastards. Yes. <laughs> or well, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody would have to tell me. Um, and it would have been mine if it hadn't been for those meddling kids. Yeah, <laughs> call that too. <laughs> <laughs> meddling kids. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So November fifth is what Guy Fox Guy Fox Day is what you say? Yeah, it's Guy Fox Day. Okay. It's the guy that tried to blow up par- Parliament. So why would they get fireworks? Uh, bonfire night. They they set stuff on fire. Parliament. Sorry, I don't have anything like fire. Fire. Yeah. Fire. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, uh, yes, that was a video that I heard or understood that was played in the UK throughout the 60s and 70s um, <laughs> when it came to fireworks. So, yes, for all of you out this weekend, please be careful with fireworks. Do not, if, if you're not a person that deals with it and you are an amateur, just be careful. I can't tell you don't buy it, but just be careful. Because we don't want to hear stories about guy hand blew off because he held an M80 for too long in his hand. Just stop. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> yeah, once, you're do- yeah, and once you're done with the fireworks on the first or second or third or fourth, just throw them away. I don't want to hear them after the fourth. I've been hearing them since Father's what? Day. I've been hearing them since Father's Day. I don't want to hear them anymore. <laughs> Oh my God! Happy, you probably didn't you even buy a father. Yeah, they probably didn't buy you a dad a father's day. Gift. Old man. Like, here's the thing: they probably didn't even buy their dad a father's day gift, or like bought him something crappy and cheap and put all their money into fireworks. Yeah, you know? <laughs> probably got more. I hear more fireworks, hundreds of dollars of fireworks that went off every night than most of you probably did with your father's father's day <laughs> or mother's day. <laughs> Don't even want to hear. When did you turn into such an old man? I it's been a while. <laughs> um, <laughs> we talk about the world of sports. Um, speaking of an old man, I wish I was young again. A uh, nine-year-old 
from one of Snoop Dogg's youth football leagues has landed a six-figure name, image, and likeness deal, or NIL deal, with a sports agency, becoming the first person for the youth league to do so at such a young age. I'll repeat that. A six-figure deal. Uh, Gally uh, Wadwood Jr.'s father, uh, Gally Wadwood Sr., shared the news uh, with KTLA in Los Angeles, describing his son as, quote, a standout nine-year-old athlete who excels in football, baseball, track, and karate. It's kind of surreal, he said, while reflecting on the moment his son signed the deal. It's humbling and exciting for the agency to see his potential and want to manage him. Uh, He will be working with Family for Life, a sports agency that already represents players from NFL teams, including the New England Patriots, the San Francisco 49ers, and the New York Giants. Uh, Senior described the deal as, quote, business portfolio executed by the founder of the sports agency. Uh, The young football star who hasn't even reached double digits in age yet has already made a name for himself in the football world, particularly due to his unique last name. Uh, Wedwood Jr.'s father works as an associate manager for the high school uh, football within the Los Angeles Rams organization. Uh, his uncle was the commissioner for Stoop Dogs Youth Football League, and he has a cousins who have always loved the game of football and serve as coaches for various college football departments. Now, the younger Wedwood is also forging his own path in the football world. During his first year playing tackle football, uh, he was named Snoop's MVP, and I are typically not give it to first-year players. Um, no first-year kid has ever won a prestigious award in such a competitive league. Uh, Snoop Dogg, an avid football fan, founded that league in 2005 uh, as a way to uh, offer inner-city kids to participate in youth football and cheer programs. Uh, notable football players such as Super Bowl champion Juju Smith-Schuster and Los Angeles Charger linebacker uh, Deion Henley made it to the NFL after their time in his youth football league, according to Football USA. While it's a notable accomplishment that a nine-year-old decides such a uh, coveted deal, the younger Wedwood didn't completely understand its importance at first. Uh, Senior recalled his son asking what a sports agency was when he shared the news. However, he was happy to hear about the massive payday. Uh, as the summer season kicks off, he'll be spending his time training for the upcoming football season, taking a set of professional headshots as part of his new NIL deal, and spending time with his family. Uh, despite his growing success, Senior wants to ensure his son has a normal childhood. He says he just wants him to stay on the course and hope he doesn't get too satisfied too early and continues to work hard. Um, too soon? Sorry, to... sorry? I'm sorry. I was over here just chewing on the fact that his, uh, uh, his dad wants him to have a normal kid, normal childhood, but, you know, it's not normal deal. no more. <laughs> Sign this deal that's six figures so that I can make sure that that's, this money is taken care of. Right. But don't, but keep working hard, buddy. Keep doing <laughs> what you're doing. Um, okay. Cynicism aside, um, two things hit me straight off the bat when I read the, the article. The first thing was at nine, you can't sign contracts legally. <laughs> thing was, I want him to have a normal life. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. That's changed. <laughs> I, congratulations for working hard and having that recognition. I'm not going to take that away from anybody, especially if they do deserve it. And I, I, I've never heard of this kid before. I've never actually watched any of that stuff. But then I also don't put a lot of stock in something that happens at nine. Because a lot can change between nine 
and 19. That's a 10-year difference, you know. College, you could be a standout star in high school and be great and then hit college and realize that, you know what, there's some people out there that are bigger, stronger, faster than me. Um, So I don't really put a lot of stock into the, the, not saying that youth sports are not needed because they are, and I love that youth sports are happening, and I'm glad that Snoop Dogg has this. I don't know that I'm going to buy a product with a nine-year-old on the cover because of that, I guess is where I'm at. Um, But bravo for working hard. Bravo for getting that through. I think it's too soon. I think it's too much. And the fact that your kid goes, what's a sports agency, means that it wasn't his idea. And Mm -hmm. I'm kind of upset with parents in that case. Here's my thing. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna harp on it. You know, it's great news for uh, someone to be uh, recognized for what they do uh, on the field through hard work. I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. Where my concern lies is, like you said, I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> I worry now that when we put a lot of pressure on these young kids. And especially in rewarding him a six-figure deal. Well, how many nine-year-olds have six figures? Not many. <laughs> um, I worry that now your life does change. If you knew somebody going to school that had six figures, on their own, not their parents, their own, could you imagine quote, all of the newfound friends he's going to have. Mm-hmm. People that really don't give a rip and are just kind of holding on because they know you got a little bit of money. Granted, he's not walking around the school with, like, stacks of, like, Floyd Mayweather money. I'm sure his parents aren't going to allow that. But how is this money controlled? That was one thing that was lost in the story for me. I would rather that, quote, NIL deal that of it gets put away until he's 18. Yeah, but none of it gets given to the family necessarily. Uh, You're kind of going to have to. Would you trust uh, 25% of a six-figure deal to go to the kid? No, (laughs) but I wouldn't trust that 25% of that deal going to the family and not being used in a specific way. Right. Like all of a sudden, Uh, well, I need to Escalade with all the spinning rims and everything, because you got to take them to practice. Right, no, right. you need a you need a Ford Corolla that will get you from point A to point B. You don't need a six figure car. You need four wheels and an engine. I, I guess is I, I again I'm I'm being cynical. I need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is it I is the base, but he won't be the I last. Like I put it down to like child actors and how all that always ends up like blowing up in people's faces because they right. make a ton of money and their family takes advantage of that and then it comes back and it just right. I I worry. I worry about kids being kids. Right, and, and he's not going to be now. I mean this this I mean it's a na- it's a national story. Not going to be if they see him. It's all eyes on him. And at that age, it's such a precarious age because he could easily, if the pressure becomes too much, 
He could be like, you know what? I no longer like all this stuff. Screw it. I just want to play video games. <laughs> exactly. You could push a kid quickly out of love with the sport or anything if you put a lot of pressure for them to continue to. I mean, there's a fine line between pushing your kid to excel. You hear so many stories of parents who got up at five o'clock in the morning, had their kids go practice, go and do this, go and like, and like 75% of their life was practicing that goal. Does it lead to things? It could, but at the same time, you have to allow them to be a kid. You have to allow him to continue to love it on his own terms and not put pressure on him, especially with that. That's pressure. Six-figure deal, that's pressure. Because that six-figure deal is not going to go on, hey, this is for you. Keep loving what you do. And, you know, if you don't, ah, so what? You now have obligations when it comes to money like that. You know, and that's that's what I worry about. But like I said, I know I'm being I'm be I am being cynical, but that does that turns into a mess when your kids don't get to be kids. Let right. them be kids. Exactly. Uh, I tell you what we do. Uh, taking a quick look at the Twitter and what is trending on there tonight. Uh, a lot of Wait, things can, today. And are you? Can you? Because you're banned, aren't you? Actually, I can. <laughs> it didn't last long. It wasn't, it wasn't even that long. <laughs> um, Sorry, all right. Yeah. Uh, trending tonight, uh, the Lakers are trending. Uh, they are number one because they are making plenty of moves here in free agency. Free agency just opened up a few hours ago. Already over a billion dollars worth of NBA deals have transacted. Uh, Gabe, Vincent, and the Lakers agreed on a three-year, $33 million deal. Uh, it looks like they are also uh, locking up a few other young players for uh, what they do. Uh, SmackDown is trending tonight. Uh, tomorrow is Money in the Bank, so that's the last uh, regular show before that occurs. Essence Fest is trending tonight. Uh, as the Essence Fest is underway, a lot of acts um, going on uh, tonight. I think that is in New Orleans, if I am not mistaken. Every year they usually do have that. Uh, but the Essence Fest, yes, in New Orleans. Uh, so a lot of acts down there at Essence Fest. Uh, I think that's one of the things I would like to go to one of these years. They have a lot of cool uh, uh, R&B and uh, rap acts down that way. Um, Carlos Santana of the Pirates, not the singer, <laughs> is trending tonight <laughs> uh, as he hit a walk-off home run uh, as the Pirates win their game uh, tonight. Um, I think that was against the Brewers, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and also trending... Uh, We've got a lot of the uh, Ari Lennox, who, of course, is at Essence Fest. Uh, she's trending. A little bit of sad news today um, from the entertainment world. As news came, the death of actor um, Alan Arkin. Um, so that is trending. Uh, of course, he is known for his, uh, I mean, 
so many roles. Uh, but uh, he was also in current, oh, well, uh, not too long ago, the Kaminsky Method with uh, Michael Douglas, and uh, he got an Oscar uh, for Little Miss Sunshine. Um, uh, he passed away at the age of 89. So um, I know uh, Abigail Breslin, who co-starred with him, uh, she was quoted today as saying that he was one of the most kindest, uh, gentlest, and hilarious actors she ever worked with. Uh, we may not have been related in real life, but he will always be grandpa in my heart. So, um, yeah. That's Everybody's so leaving. sad. Yeah. No, right? <sighs> so sad. Yeah. So, um, but those are a few of the things trending tonight. Uh, yeah. We'll, of course, always keep an eye on everything that is trending. Oh, ESPN's trending. All the wrong reasons. Uh, a lot of people cut at ESPN today. It was expected. Um, but a lot of longtime names over at ESPN are gone. Along them, uh, Susie Colbert, who had been with ESPN uh, for 27 years. Uh, also, uh, NBA analyst uh, Jeff Van Gundy is gone. Jalen Rose is gone. Um, Max Kellerman has gone, so there's a lot of people today who were let go from ESPN. So it uh, was expected, and um, changes coming to the worldwide leader of sports. So uh, potpourri time. We had a few stories. Uh, one, uh, do you like a good purse or bag? Handbag? Of course I do. Of course well, I do. micro bags are so yesterday, but – uh, MSCHF, a Brooklyn-based collective, thought it was time to think even smaller. Uh, you literally need a microscope to see their, quote, microscopic handbag, which is smaller than a grain of sea salt and narrow enough to pass through the eye of a needle, according to the group. The neon green purse measures in at 657 by 222 by 700 microns, which is less than 0.03 inches wide. It was created using two photon polymerization printing methods. Now, despite online criticism, the bag sold at auction that closed on Tuesday in Per Jupiter. It sold for $63,750, a digital first auction platform <laughs> uh, that was founded by Pharrell Williams, by the way. Uh, perfect have... size. <laughs> yeah. No. One commenter wrote, about the bag on Twitter, perfect size to hold one's dignity <laughs> after said purchase. <laughs> nice. Crazy. Uh, another person wrote, this has to be a joke. And one said, this brand is why fashion nowadays is shipwreck. The purse resembles Louis Vuitton's on-the-go bag, down to the classic monogram details. Uh, yeah, this is the same thing that made headlines for its oversized, cartoonish big red boots, which sold out minutes after their official launch and made an appearance at New York Fashion Week. So, you don't want to buy a Micron bag? No, no, no. I, I'm afraid I'd lose my stuff in there, you know. There's just too much room. Doesn't even fit $63,000. <laughs> Just insane what people do. 
insane. Well, speaking of insane, summer may be heating up. Many restaurants and at-home chefs are struggling to bring the heat to the kitchen due to an ongoing sriracha shortage. Uh, Pandemic-era <laughs> supply chain shortages proved that people will be going to extreme lengths like hoarding and paying exorbitant prices to score their favorite products when the supplies are limited. According to the Los Angeles Times, it's exactly what some hot sauce lovers are doing. The publication recently reported that a single 28-ounce bottle of sriracha, you want to guess the going price on it at a local Asian grocery uh, store? $50. $29.99 and limited to two bottles yeah. per customer. Uh Huifang Foods, which is one of the largest producers of Asian hot sauce, is in particular demand, and another local store said the company's product consistently sells out when they get a shipment. News of the shortage first broke last summer when they announced that less than favorable weather conditions had resulted in a dwindling chili, supply, chili pepper supply. A year later, times appear to be tough for the supplier, and according to the Times, some Sriracha fans have begun taking bottles from local restaurants. And one dining hotspot who had 300 bottles as of a year ago, is now down to 100 due to the dwindling supply. Laws of supply and demand are definitely in play here, as online sellers are cashing in with black market-style prices. One eBay user is currently selling a 28-ounce bottle for $69.99. A two-pack of 17-ounce Sriracha bottles is selling on Amazon for $123.28. I think you know what my question is going to be. I, tell, I don't want to tell anybody that I have two bottles of sriracha in my pantry. I might be selling one. Um, no, I'm not going to do that. Just I already hate it when people do that stuff. But, man, that's tempting. Uh, yes. Um, also, from the... Um, well, let's say it. Actually, I, sorry, I just lost my article. But for the let them eat cake um, section of things, fans who attend the 2024 Paris Olympics will not be able to drink alcohol at competition venues unless they're VIPs. A Paris 2024 spokesperson confirmed the news the statement on Tuesday, explaining that the ban on booze stems from the application of uh, Evans Law, a 1991 statute pertaining to the sale and advertisement of alcohol. French law prohibits the sale or distribution of alcohol in stadiums, physical education rooms, gymnasiums, and other sports establishments. Wait a minute. Isn't physical education and gymnasiums almost the same thing? But anyway, it sets out different rules for uh, catered hospitality areas such as VIP suites. This is Paris 2024 has not sought an exemption for the law such an exemption would have required a change in law for the event to size of the games. Now, Evans Law offers exemptions for up to 10 events per organizer per year in a particular municipality. Uh, but next summer, Olympic Games will feature more than 700 competition sessions over 15 days. A similar arrangement was in place for the Men's World Cup in Qatar last year, with alcohol sales available in VIP areas, but not to regular fans. Uh, now, the 2021 Summer Olympics in Tokyo also did not sell alcohol to fans at stadium venues, though that, of course, is because they, don't, they didn't have fans in the first place due to COVID-19. Um, we'll be here why we're available at the other two summer games before that, in Rio and in London. <laughs> so you can only be a VIP. 
how would you feel if you were going to Paris for that? Uh, well, we, we, monsieur. No, I think that's stupid. But then again, I'm also one of those people that are like, you know what? The VIPs are the people that, like, they're the people I don't like anyway, so it's all right. Like, <laughs> I just don't, I don't, get, I don't get this. Like, hey, you want to put your finger up when you drink your tea? You go right ahead. I, I'm going to, I'm going to be over here getting drunk at home. I'm not going to spend that kind of money just so that I can drink alcohol. Yeah. Wait a second. Here's what gets me. Here's my dumb, dumb, dumb question, of course. It, um, well, like, dinner, lunch, and the kids 14 and up can drink? I mean, isn't, or, or am I wrong? I think you're right. Uh, that's what I was thinking. All I could think of was wine and, like, some guy with a handlebar mustache, like, taking the cork out with, with his baguette. teeth. And, yeah, with a baguette. <laughs> and he's wearing a, a beret and, and with a striped, like, uh, shirt and black pants, and he's drinking wine. And that's all I could do. <laughs> <Not> so <bad. laughs> We're so bad. <laughs> Sorry, parents. So, Sorry, anybody so, that's French. Right. I thought so too. <laughs> Somebody has to explain that to me because I was like, how in a country that's known for its wine that you can't even have that? It's like no alcohol consumption during the games, really? So you can't mm-hmm. even have what your country is known for. Like people can't even have wine during the games. I find that maddening. That's like going to Wisconsin here and not being able and to not have being beer. Able to have cheese. Right, beer or cheese at <laughs> the vet. Because it's against the law. Laws are, laws are made to be stretched for particular things. I think this is a rare example where it could. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with that. Uh, speaking of July 4th, uh, so you knew it was coming. And, uh, and what's a potpourri without some type of food news? So Pepsi is making its first ever condiment. Uh, it's called Pepsi Cola Chup. Uh, oh. oh. It's actually infused with Pepsi. No. The special sauce is being launched in celebration of July 4th when baseball and hot dogs are plenty, and it's enforcing the company's belief that hot dogs are best paired with its soda. So Pepsi's Cola Chup might sound foul at first, but it actually has culinary credibility. Uh, it was developed with the Culinary Institute of America, a prestigious cooking school, to, quote, craft a revolutionary new type of condiment enhanced with the rich caramel notes and citrusy pop of Pepsi-Cola, according to the senior director at Pepsi. Uh, beginning with the Pepsi reduction, the sauce is infused with a variety of ingredients, such as smoked tomatoes, a blend of spices including cinnamon, thyme, oregano, and paprika, plus onions and ketchup that results in a sweet citrusy taste of a crisp-tasting Pepsi created to bring out the spicy flavor notes of a hot dog. The limited edition sauce is available for one day only on July 4th at four U.S. ballparks at Chase Field in Phoenix, Yankee Stadium in the Bronx in New York City, Target Field in Minneapolis, and Comerica Park in Detroit. Taste testers should look for, quote, sampling carts, the company said, 
The sauce is part of Pepsi's two-year-old Better with Pepsi ad campaign, which ultimately hopes to chip away at Coca-Cola's drink dominance. In addition to cheeky stunts like this, the company has aggressively invested in zero-sugar beverages, sports drinks, and partnerships, including with Starbucks. Um, Want to go no. to Arizona? No. <laughs> that oh, no. sounds gross. It sounds gross. I'm already not a Pepsi person. I'm I really am not. I'm not I'm also not like a cola person, so let's let's just start there. Um ew gross why all the questions are 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 there. <laughs> are you a Pepsi person or do you like Coke? Here's the thing. I'm not I don't have uh a dog in this fight because I like frozen Cokes. Um, I like Coke from McDonald's because it's still probably the best type of Coke. I really don't care for like regular Coke outside of that. Maybe a vanilla Coke from like a, a fountain machine. Uh, but I also like Pepsi. And if there's a frozen Pepsi somewhere, I probably would like that too. But I don't have, like, a dog in a fight. It's, it's kind of like I know some people, like, my aunt, she was a Pepsi person. You had to have, like, a case of Pepsi here when she came here. Uh, it seems like a lot of people in Michigan are Pepsi people. Everyone I meet from Michigan is a Pepsi person. But hmm. I know that there are some older folks, especially if you go to the South, and my, my friends in Georgia probably like Coke. Why? Because that's what's down there. So... Uh, it's funny that you say that because there was actually a story that I've been teasing the last few weeks that came out about whether you call it soda or pop. We might talk about it one of these weeks, but I'm not like either. I don't have like a, a <laughs> dog in this fight. I'm really not going to choose a side. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. Sorry, but I don't know the cola chip. I, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I mean. I don't know. I mean, if it's reduction in sweet and smoky, I'm kind of curious as to what that tastes like. I might try it. On all of my hot dogs, probably not. I might, like, chop off a portion of the hot dog and try it on there just to see. But I don't know about wasting my whole dog on a cola chip where, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um... Odd story uh, from the Smoking Gun Files. It's not a, it's not a, well, you know what? It's not a funny one. Um, you know what? I'm going to drop it. <laughs> I'll drop that one. It's not a funny one. But we got okay. one. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't. I'll, I'll tell you later. Uh, but we do have one interesting one, and this one doesn't actually involve any Florida people. Uh, a Minnesota That's man right. is behind. Yeah, a Minnesota man is behind bars following an unprovoked Skittles attack on restaurant patrons and employees. Police report. Investigators say that Tristan uh, Statita, 19, eatery on Friday afternoon, and quote, began throwing Skittles at employees and customers. A woman identified as victim one in a court filing told police that she was quote, hit in the back with a Skittle which caused a stinging pain. <laughs> Upon arriving at the restaurant, 
A cop, quote, noticed Skittles all over the ground and a bag of Skittles near the uh, garbage. The suspect, victim one told police, had a heart-shaped tattoo under his eye and another tattoo on the side of his face. Based on the description provided by the woman, police knew the male to be Tristan Tina. He has been twice arrested by Mankato police in recent months. After locating him at a nearby business, the teen allegedly, quote, pulled away and attempted to break free from the officers as they were trying to place him in handcuffs. Uh, he, he, who tried to trip one cop, was eventually subdued by three officers. He was charged with misdemeanor assault for the alleged Skittles uh, attack. He's also facing misdemeanor disorderly conduct and resisting police counts. Uh, he was also arrested in May for possession of LSD and over 27 grams of marijuana wax. Uh, I didn't know that Skittles <laughs> can cause a stinging pain. Um, but I guess this is the one time where you could say people didn't want to taste the rainbow. <laughs> uh, what's wrong with us? <laughs> we've, we've been doing this too long that we've just oh. become jaded. <laughs> What's wrong, man? You don't waste don't waste candy, first of all. Don't waste candy. You should already be arrested for that. You waste a candy. And if it were M and M's, I want them to throw a book at you. <laughs> what if the Skittles were blue? Oh, God. <laughs> I would then would it be okay? The, I would beat the living daylights out. <laughs> then they'd be okay if it was blue. Yeah, it was, uh, it was fine if it was blue. You hit me with them. Yeah. <laughs> Heart's going to be bleeding red under your eye. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh so much about so wrong. Yes. Oh my god, it's so wrong. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's what's going on in the world, folks. Um <laughs> Hopefully we will do better uh, next time. But uh fourth is coming up, as always, I will tell you all. Um to be careful. Uh this weekend, of course, there's a lot of people traveling it out of the roads. So help make it better for those who are trying to get somewhere and be somewhere and are trying to get back eventually. Uh, watch out for each other on the roads. Don't drink and drive. And if you must handle fireworks this weekend, be kind, be careful of your neighbors, but also too, the one thing that no one really talks about is with pets because all of the fireworks outside is not good for them. So, if you know that you got a neighbor's dog outside, kind of wait to see when they bring the pet in uh, instead of starting off the fireworks because <laughs> uh, it's not good for the pets out there. So be mindful we're, of that. We're actually, like, I'm actually foregoing going to a fireworks show, like going to, like, the major fireworks shows to hang out with friends because their pets don't do well with fireworks and that way we can all hang out and do smaller, something smaller in the house and be there for the pets when they go kind of scared. But thunder shirts, if you don't, if you haven't tried a thunder shirt yet, try a thunder shirt for your dogs or cats. They do come in different sizes 
I highly recommend them. I had two dogs, and they they did really well with that. It's like a hug. It's like a hug when you can't be there. Or if it's bad rain, if Thunder Buddy isn't bad either. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yes. But, uh, no. Uh, any shout-outs this week? Um, not this week, but we will be coming up soon to some very important people in my in my life, um, their birthdays and, and uh, celebrations will be coming up soon. So stay tuned for that, but not... My birthday's not this right. month. <laughs> well, you're not part of that important people group, I guess. July is really busy. I don't know if this is for everybody, but for at least for my family and my little my little corner of the world, it seems like July is one of, if not the busiest month, October being the second busiest, and then May is the third. Like everybody's either birthdays, anniversaries, celebrations, the whole thing seemed to happen hmm. in those months in my little world. Well, you know what some people were doing around wintertime. Uh. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Especially if you lived in Midwest. Um, yeah. I'm, not, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We all know but what no, you But, yeah, we'll be welcoming somebody and they're traveling. So, again, that travel advisory is very important. Like, really, really, really be careful, guys. Like, you're not the only ones out there. And remember that. You're not, like, the world does not revolve around you. So be courteous. Be a good person. Yes. Stay cool because it's going to be hot in some places. <laughs> no. Drink water, please. If there's anything that I will remind you of is to stay hydrated. Drink some water <laughs> and watch out for your neighbors as well, especially if you know that they don't have proper air conditioning, or anything else, keep an eye on them as well. So, um, But with that, if you don't have anything else, the old clock on the wall is telling us that it's just about time to go. We thank you for being a part of this show, as always, on Friday nights at 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Central. Of course, you can catch shows all here on Blog Talk Radio and across every different spot where you can find Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple. Uh, so uh, for Mary, I'm LeVar. Thanks so much for listening. Take care of yourselves and each other, and we will see you next time here on page one. Good night, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to page one. Page one. Don't forget to get the latest show info on Twitter at NewsCometBTR and add us as a podcast on Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and other platforms where we can be found.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.